The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I'm Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant or harder to follow. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. You are listening to The Bird Calls on the Off the Glass, Nothing But Net, and Up and Under Networks. For more on your Pelicans, go to iTunes, search The Bird Calls, and subscribe today. What's up, Pels fans? Welcome to another episode of the Bird Calls Podcast. I'm your host, Preston Ellis, and today we have a special fan spotlight episode with Miss Angie Thomas. But first up, remember to visit our mothership at thebirdrights.com for all the latest on the Pelicans. And of course, if you guys like what you're hearing, share this. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Before we get into anything, we have to introduce our co-host, the man who always takes it hard in the paint, Mr. David Grubb. You ready for your launch, sir? Yeah, what we're 13 days away now. So August 5th, uh, hard in the paint, Sports 1280 out of New Orleans. Um, it's big for me, uh, you know, and I think it'll be big for Pelicans fans. I'll have a lot more basketball focus, but of course, covering LSU, Saints, Tulane, all those things as well. Really excited about it. You a little bit nervous? Oh, absolutely. I mean, this, <laughs> you know, this is all on me and I'm sure... And you can understand this too. When you're investing completely in yourself and waiting for somebody else, you know, to, to love it and to to buy into the vision that you see, you know, you know, this is this is my baby. And and I really want to raise this child right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna have every opportunity and you're gonna have a lot of support behind you. So even when you fall, you're gonna have people around you to pick you up. And speaking of your baby, uh, we're gonna talk about the Pelicans now with Miss Angie Thomas. Of course, you guys can follow her at, at Angie C. Thomas. We are privileged, nay, elated to welcome her, New York Times bestselling author. Angie, how are you doing? I am great. Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, to know that I'm legit enough to be on here, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's high praise coming from you. Uh, Obviously, we're having a a slower period in the offseason, so we're we're going through Twitter, following uh, all the people that we like, that we want to talk to. And honestly, we were thrilled that you responded back to us. So let's go ahead and let's break this down. Angie, you're a Pelicans fan. Tell us about your history of following basketball and how it relates to the two franchises in New Orleans. I guess it's one with the New Orleans Hornets and the Pelicans. When did you become a fan of New Orleans professional basketball? You know, I've always been a basketball fan. My dad was a coach of basketball here in Jackson. He coached at Tougaloo College. He was the girls' basketball coach. So it's always been just a natural thing for me. Like, basketball has been life for me in so many ways. Um, I became a New Orleans Hornets fan when I was a kid. Because when you're in Mississippi, we don't have teams. We don't have professional teams. 
And so it was either, um, it was always, you had to either look at professional teams in Tennessee or Louisiana. So Hornets, that was it for me. And so I remember the Chris Paul days. Um, I was a huge fan. And so I, I remember wanting Hornets jerseys. I remember just being just the biggest Hornets fan as a kid. And so, you know, when people were like, oh, no, this team, that team, I'm like, no, 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 the Hornets are where it's at. Like, come on, guys, what are you thinking? So I, I've been a fan since those days. Well, I definitely have some, uh, some familiarity. I used to be the uh, sports information director with the GCAC. So Tougaloo um, was one of those schools that I worked with a lot. So absolutely. That's a great basketball tradition over there. So I can see how you got steeped in that. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I was point guard at my middle school for a very short period of time, but then I injured my ankle and that was it. So my career was very short, but yeah, it's always been there. So, so I, I remember when they changed it from the Hornets to the Pelicans and I was like, what? But you know what? It's Pelicans all day. <laughs> it's Pelicans all day. I, but you know, when we got favors recently from, um, from Utah, I was like, so can they give us the jazz name now? You know, <laughs> can they give us that too? But it's all good. Yeah. yeah I don't think that's, I don't think that's jazz. I'm, I'm, now now you've got two hosts dueling against each other. I was afraid this would happen. Sorry, go ahead, Grub. I was just saying, yeah, I think that ship has sailed with the Jazz, which is also a good yeah. thing in my opinion, because we don't have to go back and relive. We don't have to have anybody else's history. You know, this is, um, I think now, and one of the things that Preston and I have talked about on other podcasts with each other and, and with the other guys is, like, I feel like this is the year – finally that the team becomes New Orleans team, the Gulf Coast's team, because over the years we were dealing with when the, when the Pelicans franchise arrived, it was sharp. It was a Charlotte team. Um, and then after mm -hmm. Hurricane Katrina, we had that split with Oklahoma city. And I think now finally all of those vestiges from those days um, are gone. And this is completely and totally a New Orleans team and a Gulf Coast team that people can embrace. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Okay. You, you got me. You got me with that one. I, I can see that now. Okay. <laughs> now, Angie, the obvious follow-up question, you said that you played point guard in fifth grade and the Pelicans are kind of thin at the position. Any chance we can get you out of retirement? <laughs> no. <laughs> it would have to be a like Mike situation, that movie that Bow Wow did back in the day. It would have <laughs> be that for it to happen. <laughs> but I mean, I, I do it on 2K in my free time, but that's it. That's a solid oh. start. Oh, you rock the 2K. Yeah, it's a great stress reliever. And honestly, well, unfortunately, it's probably kept me from writing when I should be writing. But um, yeah, and so I saw that they're going to start doing WNBA on there, which I'm really excited about. But yeah, I play 2K. I have a point guard for the Pelicans on there. So that's been really fun. And if you haven't checked it out, Angie, Mirren Fader has a great article, in-depth article. She spent a week with the Las Vegas Aces. Uh, I think I'm doing all this right. So that's available on Twitter. Definitely suggest that you check that out uh, about the new blossoming super team up there. And of course, Ollie and Kevin and I were all up in Las Vegas. Uh, so a lot of good stuff happening over there if you're into that. Uh, let's go ahead and talk a little bit more about Mississippi. Obviously, you're about three hours outside of New Orleans. And Grubb was talking about the, the, the spectrum of the New Orleans Pelicans franchise spreading across 
across the Gulf Coast into Mississippi, into Alabama, maybe perhaps into Arkansas at some point, or, or at least to Shreveport uh, to steal some of those Mavericks and Rockets fans. Tell us, how much support do you see around you? Do you see people around in Mississippi and Jackson wearing Pelicans gear? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of our stores sell Pelicans gear if they don't sell anything else along with the Saints, of course, but I, I see it a lot. I recently got a car tag. My car tag frame is a Pelican's frame, and I get people honking at me, and it's not because I'm a bad driver. They're like, hey, you know, that's a tag frame. So there's a lot of love, and I think I will just say it. You know, the the arrival of Zion has really just, like, really added some extra energy into it. I see it. I feel it here in Mississippi. So I, I it, part of me is, like, were you guys, like, quiet pelican fans now and all of a sudden you're loud no you needed to have been loud the whole time but i won't judge um, <laughs> but I, I i see it now i see more people talking about the team now so i'm i'm excited i'm excited about what's to come what um what attracted you initially to uh, like you talked a little bit about the regional part of it and being on board with the the hornets now that you've seen this transition with David Griffin taking control of the team, Zion coming in, um, what makes you even more excited as a fan uh, in anticipation of this year? The future is so bright. I mean, honestly, the future is so bright. But with this year, I'm excited to see Zion develop, but I'm also just excited to see the team develop in jail and become a force, you know, I don't want to jinx it, but I think we have great pieces to have a dynasty in the future. I really do. And we have some great young players who will honestly can go far. And I think that not just with Coach Gentry's direction, but also having David Griffin and having an amazing front office now, I think literally the sky isn't the limit anymore because there are footprints on the moon. I mean, we can go so far with this team. So it's, I know there's going to be a lot of growing pain. I'm not expecting things, you know, to take off. And I don't think any of us should expect things to, you know, should expect to be in the finals next year. No, we should not expect that. And that's okay. But I think it's going to be an amazing journey to witness and to see these young guys step into their own. And plus, honestly, these young Lakers that we just got, they probably have chips on their shoulders. They're ready to prove to LA that it was a mistake. And so they're ready to go and go all out, I think. And I think that they're going to prove all of their doubters wrong. So I'm so excited about this team. And then having the veterans like J.J. Reddick and Favors and, of course, Drew, 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 Drew. Um, <laughs> it's Drew Holiday all day, every day. I mean, he his last name is right because we need to give this man a holiday. But um, <laughs> having them and having that veteran leadership, the sky really is, isn't the limit anymore. The sky isn't the limit anymore. We can go for the moon. I'm excited. Well Angie, make sure you don't let Kyrie Irving uh, uh, hear you talk about footprints on the moon, Mr. <laughs> Conspiracy Theorist. Uh, <laughs> Angie, uh, I, I can just hear the hope coming from your voice, the excitement levels. Uh, this is something that we've talked about a lot on this podcast, is what a great time it is to be a Pelicans fan. Uh, obviously, you mentioned your earlier days watching Chris Paul, and that was a team with very real expectations. We had a lot of expectation for that team in 2008. Now we've got guys like Bobby Marks on Twitter today saying a mix of rookie contracts, short-term deals, and future first has New Orleans well-positioned for the future. Like you said, the Pelicans are in a position where they have hope 
but they don't necessarily have any expectations yet. How nice is it to cheer for both a team with hope, but also you you don't have the burden of expectation. You can just cheer without without worrying uh, whether or not this team wins or loses. Is that the type of team that you want to cheer for, or do you want this team to win right now? I want to cheer as they grow. <laughs> you know, I, I, I love having no expectations right now. I look forward to them surprising me. Um, it's funny because I, I talk to um, Laker fans a lot on Twitter because they're like, everywhere yeah. <laughs> but um and they have all these expectations and i'm like you guys if it fails you're going to be the butt of everybody's joke i'm not yep. worried about that <laughs> you yep. know I, i'm not worried about that I, I and i love that there isn't this pressure on the fans I mean, definitely not this there's not this pressure on the guys so that they can grow so that they can grow into their positions so I, I love that, you know, there are no expectations right now. So win or lose, I'm rooting for them, and I'm, I'm excited for what they're going to do. So I think this is honestly one of the best teams to be a fan of right now. I'm Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant or harder to follow. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. When you, when you, you look at these last seven years with Anthony Davis, and it felt like there was the specter of his leaving was there from year two. Really, um, you know, Boston Celtics had already I publicly identified AD as a trade target. And every year it felt like both with the moves that the franchise was making, um, you know, and and with AD, everything seemed short sighted. It was always play for this year. How as a fan having that feeling of, of that tension and going from that to like Preston said, Lack of expectation, but wanting to see this growth, just that emotional roller coaster of seven years of AD and now going into a more peaceful place, at least right now. Just how, as a fan, do you, did you ride that roller coaster? It's it was it was it was a lot. <laughs> I now call him he who shall not be named. Um, I've all the more to him, um, but <laughs> I, it was it was a lot because there were there was always this feeling of. If we don't, he's gone. Um, and and it, I know, I'm sure for the team it felt like that, but I know for fan it felt like that for me too. And and it was like being on edge and and wondering if this person is going to walk out of your life forever or not. And I'm I'm glad he's gone now because that pressure is gone and 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 that roller coaster is gone. And so we have these young guys now who I think like I said before, they can take us all the way eventually, but we're going to let them grow and get to that point. But no, that, that was, that was too much. So I, I, I'm thankful for the experiences where I got to see him and what he brought to the team and what he brought to the city. But I I think we came out on, on the uh, better side of all of that. Angie, Zion uh, announced his shoe deal with the Jordan brand today, and there are already billboards popping up in New Orleans, in New York City, pretty much all around the country. Uh, something that Anthony Davis never had was his own signature shoe, although of he, of course, he is signed. Uh, we're hoping, we're anticipating that Zion has his own official shoe soon. If he does get one, Angie, are you going to purchase one? <laughs> 
Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> heck yeah. I'm already a Jordan fan. Um, my accountant is like, can you please just start writing them off? Because I've bought so many shoes. <laughs> so I will get some for sure. I, I'm so excited for him. And honestly, even what this means for the profile of the team and everything. So I will definitely buy some Zion shoes. But, you know, what you pointed out has just added to my excitement, the fact that we're seeing things with him that we didn't even see with AD. So the future is already brighter. So thanks, AD. Bye. (laughs) 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 One of your recent tweets was a picture from your future sideline seats at the Smoothie King Center. Um, he just talked about as a fan. And and one of the most famous fan stories is Spike Lee talking about how he moved slowly down from the Raptors at Madison Square Garden to getting those courtside seats. And that meant something to him. As somebody who grew up without it, like I said, without a team in Mississippi, to be courtside now for your favorite team, just you know, what is is that a dream realized? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I had a chance to go to my first game last season and I was able to sit like right behind the team on the floor. Like the only thing that separated us was like the Gatorade. And that was crazy to me. And so now that I have these, these season tickets and I'm going to be courtside, it feels like, wow, I never thought this would be my life. I never thought I'd even be in a position to do that. I mean, I never before last year went to a game and then now I'm sitting courtside and I never thought that would happen. So to go from watching it on television to, and then not even being able to watch it on TV because they wouldn't show all the games here to just looking online to see the scores and highlights and stuff like that. Now I get to go to the games and sit courtside. Anything is possible. (laughs) Anything is possible. So I am so excited. I am prepared to lose my voice. Um, I apparently will be sitting, though, near the away team. So I'm looking forward to that Pelicans-Lakers game so I can scream my head off and, and make people very uncomfortable. <laughs> the Lakers. <laughs> now, Don't get and, thrown out. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to say, you just got those no, seats. Don't no. get thrown I won't. I won't. <laughs> Now, I'm still predicting uh, a lot of people think the Pelicans are going to face off with the Lakers on Christmas Day. I think they're probably going to slate the Clippers into that slot. So I'm hoping that opening night is going to be in the Smoothie King Center and it's going to be the visiting LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the Smoothie King Center. I think the NBA would be crazy not to pull that trigger. Uh, But like I said, a lot of people are still holding out hope that Christmas Day will get that nod. I don't know if the Pelicans have ever hosted a game on Christmas Day, so that would be a great thing for the city. Angie, we know you already have your Zion jersey. Now we have to know, are you a heckler? Are you going to be shouting at opposing teams' benches? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. I Like you guys were saying, I hope I don't get thrown out. You know, <laughs> it, it, every time LeBron goes up for a free throw, I'm going to say brick, and there's a high chance he's going to brick anyway. So, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, definitely going to, I'm definitely going to be a menace for the opposing teams that's that's fantastic uh you know one of the things that is intriguing about the pelicans and all the new players that they have is how they fit into alvin gentry's style of play um you know it's a very up-tempo system entertaining to watch but why um in your mind do you think like you said you talked about those lakers guys being added you talk about zion and you talk about Derek favors what do you think they bring to that system 
um, that we haven't had over the last couple of seasons? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think they complement the system very well. And I think what we'll see is not to say that we haven't had defense because we have, of course, but I think that we're going to see even more defense. I think it's going to be crazy. I think we're going to end up being one of the best defensive teams in the league. I mean, I can only imagine. I was watching a clip the other day from Lonzo where he had that game where he ended up defending like four different people during one play. And I'm like, what? So that plus Drew plus Zion plus favors. Oh my God. Will anybody be able to get a shot up against us is the question. So, and plus defense equals offense. So I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I can see it now. I can see these steals coming from, from Lonzo or Drew and then Zion going to the other end. Oh my God, that's going to be great. So I'm so excited for this. I think they're going to be one of the most entertaining teams to watch. Definitely, uh, definitely a league pass favorite. I, I have to put something out there. I was actually at that game because it was actually, unfortunately, against my Orlando Magic. But I just want to clear the air and say that the Magic were up by 20 throughout most of that contest. LeBron James didn't play a minute of the fourth quarter. So I just want to make sure that that's all out there. It was one really great play. But I feel like a lot of there's a lot of hate raining down on the Orlando Magic in terms of that play right there. That Lonzo Ball could could defend all five positions on the Magic team. Um, let's go ahead. And now that I've defended my Magic. Angie, let's let's get back to one of your best tweets uh, in the past week. I don't have it in front of me, but it was something uh, along the lines of uh, believe in your dreams. Somebody managed to get Cats the movie greenlit. <laughs> what were you thinking when you saw that trailer? <laughs> I was thinking, what the actual hell? Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, as somebody who's now dealing with Hollywood because of my books and other projects, and knowing that sometimes it's hard for people to get meetings and stuff, I'm like, how did this get approved? Somebody had the confidence to walk into that office. I think it was either Universal or Sony. Walk into the offices there and say, let's do cats and let's do it <laughs> with this messed up uh real life looking cats. Like, let's who came up with this? How was this approved? What executive walked onto set while they were filming and thought okay this is still fine like nobody pulled the plug on this so <laughs> anything is possible if they could get that garbage made <laughs> because it looks awful that's like something you have nightmares about if they could get that made who's to say that your dreams are impossible so i mean after that come on you have to know anything is possible at this point they that was that's awful. I mean, I thought the Sonic movie looked bad. This is what <laughs> <laughs> At least the Sonic movie would have been primarily for baby boomers and children. But yeah, my sister was actually in a production of Cats and I love my sister, but that's that's a hard show to sit through. I thought you were going to say she's in the movie, and I felt bad. No, no, no. But I, I, that was, I mean, there's one song, as far as I'm concerned, in that movie. I mean, in that show, there's only one song, as far as and the rest of it is just I don't. I still don't know what a jellicle cat is. I had never figured that out. But. <laughs> 
<laughs> now that we've gotten into uh, Cats the Musical, it's, it's, it's probably a good time for us to transition away and wrap this one up. You guys can follow her at Angie C. Thomas. Again, she is a New York Times bestselling author of The Hate You Give, as well as On the Come Up. Of course, The Hate You Give was a film uh, that was released. When was it released? Was it last summer? Um, last October. Last October. Okay, so you guys, make sure you check out that. Make sure you check out the book. Angie, give us a prediction. Do the Pelicans win 70 games this year? <laughs> a all 82? What do you think? Um, probably not. <laughs> but I think we're going to win more games than we lose, for sure. I'll take that. Grub, uh, any last punches you want to get in there? Yeah, I just wanted to, to let you know um, personally that, um, you know, my daughter is 11 years old. And uh, we watched The Hate You Give together. Um, and it really impacted her and, and myself. Um, uh, it was something that we discussed a long time afterwards. And it was just a very powerful um, um, film and a powerful story. And um, I, when she gets a, a little bit older, I'll let her read the book. But, uh, you know, I, I just have to thank you for putting that experience into terms that young people can relate to and to understand and for her to be 11 and to really appreciate it. I think that that that's, that's a, a testament to the work that you did. And I just wanted to make sure I told you that. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. That means, that means so much to me because honestly, that's why I do what I do. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, and I look forward to, yeah, I'm sorry. I look forward to seeing you at the games. I'm there every home game. So I'll have, I'll have to come down and uh, from the press box and uh, come holler at you uh, while you're sitting on the sideline. All right. Sounds good. Hopefully I'll still have my voice. <laughs> <laughs> Angie, you have a lot of fans in the Bird Rights chat group, so keep doing what you're doing. We're super proud of you. Can't wait to see what you're doing next. Good luck uh, talking to all those Hollywood types and to getting more movies greenlit in the future. If they can get Cats made, hey, the sky's the limit. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you can, you can write the cats you give. <laughs> the letter you give. Exactly. At this point, anything is possible. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Of course, remember to go to thebirdrights.com, our mothership. Uh, share this podcast if you like what you're hearing. Of course, go ahead and give Angie Thomas a follow at Angie C. Thomas. Uh, make sure you give her a shout out if you see her at some of those games. You already know where she's going to be sitting. Uh, for all the latest on the pelicans make sure you guys check out stuff from mike from ben from ollie at thebirdrights.com of course you can follow david grubb at dm grubb you can follow his work at the bird rights at crescent city sports and in less than two weeks on august 5th at hard in the paint so grubb any parting thoughts i don't know man i'm just you know it's great to hear from people who are excited because we've been excited and we haven't gotten to talk to too many fans face i mean voice to voice so Anytime you feel that energy, especially when it's traveling out to Mississippi and beyond, I think that's that's a great thing. And, and it, it gets us more motivated as we get ready for the season. All right, we're hype. We just got a couple of months left. Until then, let's dance. Thank you for listening to the Bird Calls on the Off the Glass, Nothing But Net, and Up and Under podcast networks. If you like what you're hearing, please take a moment to rate us on iTunes, retweet, share with your friends, and most importantly, subscribe today.
Let's consider the secret life of the innermost nesting doll. Living most of her life in the dark inside the other nesting dolls, she has plenty of time to think, if she could. Sadly, she has no brain. However, when an innermost nesting doll hears that Geico not only saves people money, but also has been providing great service for over 75 years, she thinks it's obvious you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Pity the innermost nesting doll and her lot in life. Geico presents oh, yet another voicemail from your roommate. Hi! So, about the kitchen. Turns out, when there's a grease fire, you're not supposed to throw water on it. <laughs> Who'd have known, right? Anyways, the fire department is here, and it's totally cool. Give me a call back when you get a chance. The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected, like if danger is your roommate's middle name. Visit geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance.